we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, three topics, ten minutes <laughs> each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle and no politics. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Tim Slagle, and my co-host on the other side is always Mr. Ben Washburn. Hello, hello. Uh, later in the show, we uh, we have a visit from our fact checker, Mr. Uh, Jeff Jenna, is going to be coming back and uh, uh, fixing a few mistakes we made. Yeah. Uh, on yeah. the on the uh, earlier in the broadcast. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, also, we are going to be talking about a new dish being served at Arby's, uh, which. Uh, <laughs> Which a I dish, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a paper. I don't know what a tray. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Arby's. Uh, 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 but uh, the the first uh, the in the first segment uh, we were uh, bent has been uh, been away all June. It is now it is now July, and uh, uh, bent came back. And I, I have no idea how this story goes, but it sounded like it's going to be interesting. Uh, you came back to a little household tragedy, if I'm oh, not yeah. mistaken. It, it came back, uh, walked in the front door, and it smelled like we were at a pet groomer's. It smelled dog urine, the whole house. Uh, what? Uh, the downstairs, uh, our dog, the, the one we uh, rescued. The new one. The, the new the, one. We, I don't know yeah. if we rescued it. As I said, we paid... 350 bucks. We bought it at the shelter and he got traumatized in the backyard. Apparently what happened, there was some wind one day and they were out in the backyard and walnuts started to drop. One of them hit him on the head and he decided that the backyard was really dangerous. And so during the day he was refusing to go out and pee. He was just sneaking around and peeing anywhere in the basement that he could get away with it. And uh, we keep finding, or I wasn't here when this happened, but when I came home, the entire basement Urine-soaked carpet everywhere, and then, oh, man. and then to to help that kind of get out, because you know urine gets, starts to soak in to the sure. carpet, and you sure. pour that cleaner on it, and uh, you do all that stuff. But then, uh, and that's how you get the pet groomer smell because it's it is the it's not the smell of urine; it's the smell of cleaned up urine. That is what, yeah, it's that smell. But then uh, it uh, flooded; the basement flooded from our air conditioning unit, and that released it all like it was like a giant oh wow air defreshener lozenge in the basement <laughs> it gets activated by foot traffic so if you're walking behind so, so, someone so, so so i'm guessing it was the condensation pump blue on the yeah on the air yeah yeah well or the drain the floor drain plugged up oh and okay. so that all just it yeah it's not a good smell so it's oh, just man. It, it just smells how like de- a how, de- how, de- how deep was the water uh, it just soaked into the carpet, so it never went deep. You know okay. what I mean? It just kept okay. soaking out. And right. and Kelly thought, oh, the dog peed here again? It seems to be his favorite spot, right in front of the door to the air conditioning unit. And then she opened the door and like, oh, no. So anyway, it, what it turns into is new flooring. We I called up, had a guy come in. He measured the whole thing, very friendly guy. Uh, and he measured the whole basement. It's not going to be as, as bad as we thought. It's just, you know, a whole basement full of carpet, Berber huh. carpet that needs to... Uh, huh. What's, what's under the carpet? Uh, well, I hope cement, because, right, if it's something else, like if it's asbestos, the, the, the guy, he was a salesman from India, uh-huh. he's, and right after he closes the sale, now, do you have asbestos tile? Because that, so the whole deal's off. 
And then he went on about how what he didn't want to he didn't want to work with asbestos tile. Is that is that what or no? Or it's not it, allowed to. It costs money. Then they have to bring in the hazmat suits and everything. And he was rolling his eyes because he's you know he spent the first thirty years in India was his point. Like like Americans were so worried about asbestos, you should come over <laughs> to India to say we worry too much. But it's a little what's a little asbestos? That's a <laughs> Well, but anyway, uh, he he told me about something. This is fascinating. He said when he was going on his little rant uh, right after he closed the sale about uh, people being too scared about, you know, their health and danger. I guess in India, he said they are now selling cans of fresh air imported from Canada. Did What? I know. That's how, what I said. What? <laughs> so the Canadians are canning their air and selling it to India. Now, to, and to me, that that I didn't know whether it's one or two things. They're also gullible in India. One or two. <laughs> the air's probably that bad. It's probably that bad. Like, uh, uh, do you do you really think though? Do you really think that you're going to get? Uh, it, 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 what are, they, <laughs> are they compressing it? Are they are they are they compressing it into tanks? Yeah, well, I think they just probably hook it up to a tailpipe. Is that what you're saying? Like it's just it's a Honda Civic, so it's pretty no. I clean. mean, is it is it is it is it is it like like you know like like a huge volume of Canadian air that they're, that they're putting into oxygen cylinders, or is it just like they're yeah. they're just opening jars and and and, and swishing around <laughs> and closing it up? I no, I think from what I when I read the description, they're up in the mountains of Banff. And they got these tubes out with like a, some sort of suction machine, uh-huh. and they're, so they're compressing kind of, they're like, the air. They're like filling, uh, fill, essentially filling scuba tanks in uh, yeah. uh, up in Canada. Wow. And then they're putting them in a shipping container, and they're sending them over to India. And I assume someone with like a lot of money who lives in a stinky neighborhood, which can happen, <laughs> is like just breathing Banff, air from Banff, Canada. Well, it does India. seem. It does seem. It does seem strangely. It does seem the 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 pricier the real estate, the stinkier the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. There does seem to be. There does seem to be a connection between wealth and stinky neighborhoods. <laughs> it's Manhattan does not smell good. Neither does uh, neither does L.A. But it's about population, right? I mean, it's the density of the population. I mean, I think this the poor neighborhoods in India stinkier. Than the rich oh, neighborhood would yeah. be my guess. Oh yeah, you're probably right because uh, uh, only the rich can afford the plumbing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, it blew my mind. That is just bizarre that they're shipping air over. Huh. Well, I know. You, you, I mean, you know, you know the joke about Wisconsin, don't you? No. What is uh, come smell our dairy air? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. I didn't know it was about Wisconsin. I thought it was about someone else. I don't know. Well, guess, you got cows in Utah, so so yeah. maybe so maybe you also used it there. But uh, yes, here in Illinois, that's the Wisconsin joke. Come smell our dairy air. So they couldn't sell their air. You know, you some of the worst I air. Don't know. I don't know. Some people might like dairy air, even especially in India, it might smell holy. But, <laughs> yeah, it's. The, the, the oh, air, what a magical place! The, uh, the, from the holy air from our ancestors. 
That's bizarre. The, now, the worst I've ever smelled, I was going to say, uh, in relation to this, was the mountains of Switzerland were the stinkiest air I've ever smelled. The worst really? dairy air ever. Really? Yeah, we got lost. Me and my, my, my sister and brother-in-law, we tried to drive from Germany down to Italy, and we had the navigator set to avoid toll roads. I, I hadn't thought about it. Uh. And so it guided us off the highway and through the mountains. And if you are in the, the high country roads of Switzerland, uh, wow, the smell of cow manure was, the uh, methane was intense. Dairy. Of course. Of yeah. course, the Swiss cheese. Where does the Swiss cheese and milk chocolate come from? I guess Switzerland. Yeah. It's Swiss uh, cheese, I guess. Yeah. Huh. I, 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 I didn't even think of that. I know, I know you go in the south. You go in the mountains in the south. You, get, you, you occasionally hit a paper mill, and that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a lovely smell. Oh, no kidding. That, lots of bad smells out there. They're everywhere. <laughs> and that's why you buy bottled air from Banff, Canada. It was wild. So, and so they're yeah, making so if you're, if, if, if you're listening out there, uh, uh, tell us where you think the stinkiest air is. <laughs> send yeah. us an email. I'll send you, you uh, some air for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Get a whiff of our basement, our pet groomer basement air. And uh, other than that, that uh, takes us to 10 minutes. <laughs> We're back on the rule of three. In the final segment, uh, we have our fact checker, Jeff Jenna, uh, coming in to uh, uh, correct some mistakes we made in previous episodes. Uh, but in this segment, uh, it's an article that, uh, that everybody was sending me. Everybody, everybody thought I was interested in this one. And uh, <laughs> na- naturally I was. Is that uh, apparently um, the, the Arby's, which, uh, which do you realize? Do you realize that's an acronym? Do, 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 I didn't do know you? that. Arby yeah. says uh, roast beef. RB. Roast beef. Oh, uh-huh. Arby's roast beef. Okay, now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know that because they put the A in front of it and, it, and the Y at the end, and it confuses everybody. But yeah, that's uh, RB is roast beef, and uh, uh, they have a new. Uh, 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 executive brand chef, 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 chef. <laughs> Maybe it's a chef there. They might have chef. Who is the man? Chef. <laughs> 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 that was actually the joke on South Park. It took me. It took me about three seasons to catch that. Oh, to get chef. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, that they actually got. Ooh, yeah, they actually name. got uh, Isaac Hayes yeah. uh, to yeah, play chef. Right oh, on. <laughs> man, I just now you had you to point that, that out to me. Too? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. man. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, the, they have a new executive brand chef at Arby's. Uh, don't have his name. Uh, he knows mine now, uh, uh, which I'll get into later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I can't remember his name. I would have to. I would have to look it up. Uh, but anyway, they came out with a new, they came out with a new item and I don't know if it's for sale or if it's just kind of done for a stunt, 
uh, uh, but it's a uh, it is a all meat carrot substitute. Yes, yes, an all meat <laughs> carrot substitute. <laughs> For it's anyone crazy. that wants that wants some vegetables that uh, doesn't like uh, uh, finds himself a carnivore. If you're a pure carnivore and you uh, still enjoy the taste of carrots, well, you do not have to sacrifice <laughs> your principles any longer, That's right. ladies and you gentlemen. You do not have to make a smaller carbon footprint, right? <laughs> you can keep your footprint massive. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, it's uh, it's it's made out of turkey. There's a little bit of parsley in it to make it look like a carrot, because otherwise, otherwise it would look like something you cut off the dog. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. But you put a little. You gotta put a little. They gotta put a little sprig of parsley in the end to make it into a carrot. It's an all meat carrot. And, all meat. Uh, all meat. Not that kind of meat. It's and it's it's going after the market that likes to mock vegetarians. That's uh, that's 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 what I just, that's what I figure that's it's for. It's just so sad that you know our delight that we take in needling one another goes to like eating <laughs> a, a creepy looking hot dog just so you can tick off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how annoying well, is a vegetarian that they're running your life like this? Like, I would show you. I'll eat a merit. Take well, that. Well, it, it actually it actually seems to be it seems to be a trend in branding right now because what where there's a big scandal is the apparently Colin Kaepernick called up Nike and said that he was offended by their new Betsy Ross. I saw uh, that. I yeah. saw that because now and that's so the they, latest signal. Uh, apparently, like they they got tired of they usurped the upside down. Okay. And so now they've usurped that Betsy Ross flag. Is that right? Is that how Did they? S- I, uh, oh boy, I didn't. I did not know. It's, it, it's See, kind of interesting yeah. because if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, we're being fact checked now, uh, yeah. Betsy Ross was a Quaker abolitionist. Oh wow! So yeah, to actually say that her flag is the new is the new white power sign. Uh, but, but the thing is. Pers- Personally, I don't think I don't think, and a, and a Facebook friend of mine, Benny Baker, uh, actually pointed this out that he his suspicion is they didn't even make a single pair of those shoes. They made they made a mock up so that they could they would have a photo to show the press. Is that it's a that the entire thing is a made up scandal because they knew uh. if if Colin Kaepernick said take those shoes off and yes we took them off they knew that it would be publicized all over right wing radio and that and then and, they get and, yeah. and they get they get a ton of media attention and uh, the people that they're they're selling their brand to now uh, uh, more loyal like than the, ever like, yeah like the fact that they're that they're needling the right. Yeah. So I mean, so so it does seem it does seem to be a trend in marketing now is get uh, get free publicity by needling people. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying too is, did they? I'm wait, did they? Is it a symbol from? Did those guys take another, you know, thing and say this is going to be our inside code? And here's my point: they announce it, they kind of use it as inside code, and then one side of the other side of the aisle finds out they're doing it, and then tells the rest of us. We can't use it now because this minority 
of racists have decided to use. That's where I start sure. to get annoyed. Like, listen, stop sure. giving them power. Sure, especially over all especially, of this. Uh, sure, especially because it it, it made it, it made Facebook pull down one of our cartoons. Yeah, so. that's where it, it, it gets personal. And, uh-huh. But now th- that came out. You mentioned that. But I just posted about a show I have coming up in Maryland. Positon is a local little show. And a guy commented underneath, are you coming to Florida soon? And his Facebook profile is that flag. That's his profile. Probably put it up for the 4th of July. So now I'm, well, okay, is he one of those guys? Or is he just, or is he one of the guys answering to the Kaepernick's of the world? Or or is it just everybody into the pool now that, uh, now that, uh, you know, that... uh... And, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a preseason thing because it's way it's Colin Kaepernick's way of saying, oh, by the way, uh, in about another month, I still won't be playing football. So it's part of that. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Get ready for another season of me not playing football. It's, oh, no. Uh, this is my this is my little advance. And then, and then it came out right before the 4th of July. Hello. That's just a needle. Yeah. And it's right merit. that. Oh, yeah. We got to get back to the meat. Got to get back yeah. to the meat carrot. The vegetables, so, so, as they're called, so, they're called vegetables. So, so everybody was sending me it, and, and after about the, the the fifth time, I got somebody sending me the link. I said, you know, uh, I should I should be using this for marketing, and so <laughs> I so I posted it on my Facebook page uh, with a with a with with a little with with a little comment that uh, I wonder if this guy heard my bit because I've been doing a bit since uh, since at least uh, my, my my first CD. Uh, about uh, all meat tomato substitutes. Yeah, is that is that you know like what eat what you like. Stop pretending you know vegetarians yeah. have vegetarian hot dogs. We don't have all meat tomato substitutes. Yeah, and and that bit's it's been all over uh, XM Sirius twenty four seven today's comedy. It's it's it's, that, it's everywhere. It's kind of yeah. yeah. It's everywhere. So everyone's heard it. So I put on my Facebook page. I put the link to the article. And I said, gee, I wonder if the uh, uh, new brand executive chef, and I put his name, which I can't remember right now, uh, and, and, and I tagged him. Really? Is the Arby's yeah, ta- chief marketing officer, Jim Taylor? Was that who it was? Should I be saying names? Uh, it- I don't know. I can't remember his name. No, that's not who it was. It was, okay. the, 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 like I said, brand executive chef of his, his new. And I went to his Facebook page to make sure it was him. And yeah, he was talking about his new sandwich job. Uh, make his new job making sandwiches. So yeah, it is. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and okay. uh, uh, oh yeah, you can Facebook. Yeah, I'm doxing him. I'm and, and, I'm and unintentionally now... <laughs> doxing him. I don't mean to be. I yeah. am sorry. But anyway, and I sent him a. Uh, so so I noticed that I put a tag, and the tag disappeared, which means he probably went on there and untagged it. And wow. A fa- I sent him a Facebook request so I could say, you know, uh, uh, hey. Did you untag me intentionally? I, I, you know, I thought cease and desist. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you and I, you and I, you know, we, 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 we're, you know, we're kind of, we kind of got a thing going right here. Let's, uh, let's take advantage of it. You, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. We, you know, we agree on the all meat vegetable substitutes. Okay, <laughs> it's I don't care if you heard my bit. Just tell me. That's all I want to know. Just so I can. <laughs> I just you don't you don't have to call it the Tim Slagle menu. I yeah. <laughs> I don't want a, a Slagle witch. It, uh, like some sort of all veggie yeah. meat all meat veggie fake. It's just bizarre. Uh. Yeah, so 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 I don't, you know, I, I I do not know, 
uh, when Parks and Rec uh, uh, borrowed one of my bits um, uh, that, that, that also was equally famous, um, I, I contacted the writer of Parks and Rec and said, uh, I, I probably shouldn't have come off so snotty. I came off and said, hey, how about a, at least a writing credit next time? What did they snotty. say? What did they say? Parallel development. Parallel thinking. That's what they just said that. They didn't say we heard he this <laughs> playing he on X. He said para- parallel thinking. And then, it, the, the, then, the, then the tweet started getting, getting, a little, getting a little play, so he deleted it. Yeah. But, yeah. But you, you, the reason on that one and, and what it is is the, uh, the libertarian character, can't remember his name right off. Oh, uh, yeah. He's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, teaches his kid how to, about taxes by eating out of her lunchbox. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that seems right out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 the, and the reason why I know that it's, and it might have been unintentional, he might have been hurt, he might have heard it on XM Sirius on the way to work one day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason why I think, I, I, I think it's mine is because he, he does, uh, uh, he, he takes his last bite. Yeah. Beat, two, three, oh, sales tax. Oh wow! And it takes another bite, which is yeah, which exactly is direct, exactly that's direct my, lifting from your bit. Yeah, yeah that's yep. directly from your bit. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's not parallel development. That's no thievery. Nope. They stole it. Yep. But the, I did. They they did and, still and, merits, and Why wouldn't though. he? If he, why, why wouldn't why wouldn't they look into Slagle if they're? And that's the other thing with Parks and Rec. Why wouldn't they be looking into Slagle if they have a libertarian character? That's true too. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have doxed me? Yeah, they would have gone on and googled this and say, "Oh, look at this." Yeah. Yep. Man. Well, do you think he 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 figured out your vegetables thing? Your merits. What's he called? Merits. 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 <laughs> with an A. Merit with an A. If you wanna, yeah. if you wanna look it up. Yeah, not the uh, cigarettes. Not the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke a merit well yeah, you eat a merit uh, and for me every time i look at the way he has it spelled i think man carrot which uh oh. which is yeah something else yeah that's <laughs> i don't know that's less disturbing than uh woman and, carrot, and, and, and one last thing one last thing while i'm while yeah. i'm bringing it up uh uh the 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 uh the i guess it would be a vegetable that we call horseradish yeah it's it's actually is uh, uh, hummus radish radish. It's what? Uh, French. Yeah, it's actually it's actually French. It comes from the French derivation for man radish. And if you've ever seen a full size horse radish in the uh, grocery store, uh, if you haven't, go look at one, and uh, it'll become apparent why. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. So there you go. There's lots of merits and. Thomas rat man radish. Man radish. This really went very phallicky. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's over. Yes, it's, it's oh yes, it's the end.
Uh, as you might have noticed in the previous two segments, uh, we are not always good on accuracy. And in order to uh, correct some of the mistakes that Ben and I have made in previous episodes, we have brought back our official fact checker, uh, Mr. Jeff Jenna. Hey, it's always a pleasure to be back uh, on Rule of Three. And you guys don't make a lot of mistakes, I'd say that. But before I get started with fact-checking today, I just wanted to offer Bent my sincerest condolences on the passing of your father. I sent you a little note on the Facebook there, but uh, I went and read his obituary, and it sounds like he had a a fantastic and wonderful and full life. And uh, I know how difficult that is because I lost my own father a few years back. So uh, my condolences to see you my friend thank you yeah he was great he was he did a lot he's a great great person excellent man now to the criticism I have no basis wrong. I have no basis to fact check your father I, that's all I want to say man I have no basis uh, everything he did was perfect as far as I know uh, because you came out awfully well Anyway, backing up to the the death of Tim Conway, I don't think you guys mentioned, and I don't remember you mentioning at any point in your comments on Tim Conway about McHale's Navy, which was his breakout role. Uh, And uh, and then uh, I don't think you mentioned that he was also the voice of Barnacle Boy on SpongeBob. What? Yeah, what? Oh my. He oh my gosh, he's the Alpha and Omega there that we Yes. Huh? Yeah, I mean, did did you know that he was Barnacle Boy? Ernest Bo- Ernest Borgnine was uh the uh well, mermaid man and then and Tim Conway did Barnacle Boy, a reunion of the old McHale's Navy duo of uh, the you know the captain uh, and Tim Conway, you know Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway from McHale's Navy. Oh, that's amazing! I yeah. have not watched enough SpongeBob. Apparently, apparently I have not. I've watched a ton sit with kids, but you know, yeah, just zooming through. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of this again. All right, I love SpongeBob. Yeah. Wow, he's Barnacle Boy. I want to be Barnacle Man. Not I'm 75 years old. I'm Barnacle Man. <laughs> it's funny. The show is genius. It's a it's, show. It is hilarious, man. It is very funny. Uh, I I know that you mentioned the Apple Dumpling Gang movies, and you were saying that I I don't remember exactly how you phrased it, but in fact, the Apple Dumpling Gang movie started in 1975, which was the same year that he became a regular on the Carol Burnett show. I did not know that they started the same year. I yes, they- that he became a regular. He he was he did some guest stuff on Carol Burnett before '75, but he only became a regular in '75 on Carol Burnett, and also Tim Con. The, there was a, a show called the Tim Conway Show for two seasons, uh, oh, and then he did another sit- a short-lived sitcom called Lucky Linda, with Joe Flynn, also from McHale's Navy. Wow, you uh, really. There's a lot of Conway stuff that we, yeah, I am we a, talk about the entire time. Uh, I have you, you got side you got sidelined on on the Apple Dumpling Gang movies pretty much, uh, <laughs> and saying how bad they were. But uh, but he was, I think, one of the great 
uh, comedic actors of our time and, and uh, tremendous talent. Him. And uh, his son is actually a, a, a radio talk show host in L.A., I think. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was the Tim Conway movement. Also, the snapping turtle thing. I don't know if you remember, uh, there was a, a segment in which a snapping turtle was talked about, about moving a snapping turtle off a road. Yeah, that was yeah. Tim's adventure. Right. Yeah. I had a similar adventure, and here was my solution. Just out of, I saw this gigantic, it, it had to be 18 to 24 inches across snapping turtle, and I happened to be on my way home from wow. a gig, and I had a suit on. I took my suit coat off. I threw it over the snapping turtle, <laughs> which. <laughs> so yeah, it's like you blinded it, like you right, for, right, and then I, then I, then I picked him up by the shell, and took him across the road, and I actually uh, with snapping turtles, uh, always grab the end of the shell, and you want to if you're moving a snapping turtle. I looked it up on the internet. If you're moving a snapping turtle, you want to grab it by the shell. You never pick a snapping turtle up by the tail because it can dislocate his spine. Oh. Uh, so you always pick it up by the shell near the back because they have very long necks and they can whip their heads around and bite you if you have the shell near the front or the middle, apparently. And, okay. uh, and, you, and you always take him to the side of the road where he's heading, not to where he came from. <laughs> no, you don't want him to just do it again. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, turtles over. not that smart, <laughs> or else they're very. But 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 definitely has intention and and directional sense. Right, and he knows where he's going. He knows why he's. Go and, and in my case, he was going for the baby duck. And he's going I, for a purpose. Later, he was going for baby duck. <laughs> and he's going for a purpose. Always for a purpose. <laughs> Man. So. Better than most and, of us humans. And with yeah. most animals, the two purposes are sex or food. So, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> when you started the story, uh, since I knew you were a golfer, I thought the scenario was going to involve a club or something. No, actually, though, no, there, there was uh, on an old favorite public golf course of mine, which unfortunately has now closed, there was a, a hole, number two on the Meadows Nine, where there was a creek that ran through it, and there was a place where I knew a huge snapping turtle lived there, and I would look for him every time I would play that golf course, and I would see him every once in a while. But he, and he was huge. I mean, he was two and a half feet maybe across oh, on his word. shell. He was gigantic snapping turtle, yeah. Big boy. Probably, you know, a, a, a turtle that big, probably at least 120 years old. Oh, is it? Are you probably, serious? Probably full, probably full of golf balls too. Yeah, they uh, they get pretty old. They I think they can live to be like 170 or 180 years old. Snapping turtles, they live a yes. long long life. So um, the suit coat suit coat survived. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The snap. And actually, what happened was when I threw the suit coat over him, he got scared and he retracted into his shell. Oh, yeah, but I don't know if they always do that, but that's just what happened when I threw the suit coat over, kind of blinded him. He retracted. I picked him up by the shell, walked him across the street, and put him down. And it was weird. When I was doing it, a county sheriff drove up and watched me. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm moving a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was driving around to hit him. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, 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 I moved the turtle off the road. And uh, and no and the and when when the policeman saw how big he was, I was like, "Whoa, that's a big turtle!" 
I say, yes, it is. That's a big turtle. So anyway, uh, miss, and then this is on the, 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 remember the guy who jumped the, the guys who jumped the drawbridge in Florida and came to the, yeah, came to their demise. Well, I, I did, uh, some, uh, research on drawbridges, Mythbusters, uh, Never did a drawbridge as such, um, but they did a like a just a jump. They did jumps in cars to see how far they could jump and things like that. So, uh, yeah. but they never did a drawbridge segment as such. Uh, I looked for the toxicology report in the bridge jump, which was going to be out <laughs> soon, and <laughs> and I never found it. I have to. I never found the toxicology report in the bridge jump. I looked for it a couple times. <laughs> Hard to get a breathalyzer from, from a dead man, but yeah, they do yeah. blood toxicology and oh, tissue yeah, yeah, toxicology. Right. I heard. I heard that. Uh, uh, might, might be. Might be urban legend, but I heard that the uh, Dodge Chargers of the vintage of the Dukes of Hazard. Right. That they actually trashed so many Dodge Chargers of that vintage that they actually increased the value because they had limited the supply so severely. They had bought up so really? many. I could I could yeah. believe that. Yeah, they're good for they're good for one jump. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, someone could uh, start jumping Ford Fiestas because well. mine's all paid for. <laughs> and then I, I did a, a short research into the history of bridge jumps in films. And these aren't necessarily drawbridge jumps, but they're just various jumps. And of course, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, uh, the bridge was out. It wasn't a bridge, a drawbridge jump as such. Uh, the Blues Brothers, there was a bridge jump. Uh, John Wayne in the McCoy, in the movie McClintock, uh, in the in the movie Fast and Furious, there have been a number of jumps, uh, and in a James Bond movie, there was a bridge jump with a 360 degree roll. Oh wow! And, and uh, so I, I those were the ones I found online for the bridge jumps in history. I'm curious about the Bond one. I want to look that one up. Yeah, I think if you just Google James Bond bridge jump, you'll you'll see it. Yeah, you'll find it. So, it, and it's pretty cool. And because the car, it's just the way the bridge is. It's kind of half out, and it like sends the car into a rotation. And he does yeah. a, a 360. It's not a end over end 360. It's a a barrel roll. Yeah, barrel okay, roll 360. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think if it was a flip, that would no. Be, it wasn't a flip, yeah. but it was a. It was a barrel roll. It was pretty cool. And uh, so that, that, that's what I had for, for this week. Oh, and then I have a note down. And, of course, as many comics do, sometimes we make abbreviated notes. And then when we go back and read the notes, we have no idea what they, what they mean. <laughs> so let me, just, uh, let me just give you this real quick, and then I've got to go. Um, I wrote down this note. Cartoon, dot, dot, dot. Everything is offensive to someone. I have no idea what that means or why I put it down there, but sounds fictional. But what I said, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I think it was about one of Brent's cartoons, Ben's cartoons, uh, and then and that you were saying, oh, this was offensive, and I said everything is offensive to someone. So, yep. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, it was, uh, yeah. The cartoon was, uh, it, it was, it was Facebook offensive. Yeah. 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 Is it apparently yeah. apparently you cannot 
touch your thumb to one of your fingers. Oh, yeah. being hung up. Oh, that's down. right. That's right. Now you can't give the uh, the peppy sign or whatever yeah. that's called. You know, <laughs> not while being so. strung by your ankles. They're more worried about yeah. the sign than the so. guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's all I got for you guys. So uh, okay, thanks a lot, Jeff. Keep listening. Thanks, Jeff. I always do. I love the show, guys. You know that, and I, I I appreciate both of you guys as individual comics too. And if you want to learn more about Jeff Jenna, uh, go to jeffreyjenna.com. That's uh, Jeffrey with a J, two Fs, R E Y J E N A dot com. Uh, you want to know more about me, uh, timslegel.com, or if you want to, if you want to know about Bent, bentwashburn.com. And uh, please follow us on Facebook uh, or iTunes. Leave a comment. Send us an email. Tell us what you think of the show, and uh, tell your friends about it too. It's uh, we want more listeners. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week.